<laughs> welcome, welcome, everybody. We are back, you guys, um, with another episode, The Real and the Righteous. I'm super, super excited. And so just a quick introduction for those of you that's watching this for the first time. My name is Crystal Wilson, and I'm the founder of the Entrepreneurial Push LLC, which is a motivating movement for entrepreneurs all over the world. And we also offer writing and publishing services. And then I'm going to turn it over to my lovely sister, Shannon, for a quick introduction from her. Hi, everybody. So I am Shannon. I am the other half of the Entrepreneurial Push LLC. I am also an editor for the Entrepreneurial Push LLC. Um, and um, Crystal and I just love using the Real and the Righteous podcast to be able to push, pour, to motivate, to give you new and different ways to think about things, and to most importantly, talk about God in an open and safe space. And we are so excited about um, today's episode. And it is such yes. an honor um coordinator that you agreed to be on this episode with us so we really appreciate yes. you so um to go ahead and get started guys so today we're going to be talking about talking about defying the odds and we're also going to be talking about some other things like mental health in the in the black community as well as entrepreneurship and that sort of thing so um being with the theme of defying the odds Coroner Rutherford, will you just um, briefly introduce yourself? And then also, after you do that, can you just give us some insight on your career, um, where it has taken you, where you are today, and how, because your career and your story and your testimony is the literal definition of defying the odds. (laughs) And so, um, if you could just give us some insight, some background on that, and um, just some insight on how you got where you are today. Well, thank you guys so much for having me. Let me just say, I'm so proud of you. It is hard. To oh, thank you. Head. It's hard <laughs> yes. to be an entrepreneur and to and to really put yourself out there. It takes such vulnerability. So thank right. you for including me in your journey. I really appreciate the opportunity. Thank you uh, so like much. Like you all introduced me, I am Nada Rutherford, the coroner for Richland County here in Columbia, South Carolina. And I like to tell people that my titles... Uh, don't really mean that much. I'm a mom first and I'm mm-hmm. a servant. And right. even in my motherhood, I'm a servant. Uh, right. I've always had a spirit of servitude. I think from the time that I was a little girl, I always wanted to help people and to try to uh, motivate people and inspire them, even when I was going through the worst of the worst. And I think that's just who I am. And I've stepped into that more as an adult. So when I think about my life, it is a testimony to define mm-hmm, the odds. Uh, people like me don't go to college. People like me mm. often don't graduate from high school. Right. And and when you have someone who grew up as a ward of the state, as a foster child, uh, severe physical, sexual, mental abuse, mm-hmm. you don't think about them as having a great start in life. Right. Yeah. So cards that you're dealt and I certainly had the deck stacked against me with mm-hmm. so many things, um, being adversity uh, in my early childhood and not understanding why these things were happening to me. I, I like to tell youth groups that I didn't believe in God. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand how, how he could let these things happen to me as a right. kid. I just didn't understand why I would pray and mm-hmm. and nothing would change, right? Mm-hmm. I remember reading The Color Purple in high school. It was the first time I had a teacher, a white teacher, actually, who introduced me to Alice Walker. Mm-hmm. And I remember reading The Color Purple, not the movie that we all see. Right. Like, the original. <laughs> right. The, original, right. The, the Color Purple. 
And I remember Celie saying, dear God, you know, mm-hmm. and she would pray and she would like write these letters. And I felt like I did the same thing as a kid. I was always mm-hmm. asking why, why, why? And jokingly, I tell people, God couldn't make me this pretty, but I'll give me a little bit. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. story um but i think that god puts us in places so that we can be his mouthpiece in the spaces that that aren't reached through traditional church and through traditional means absolutely i can go out and work with the homeless because i know what it's like to be homeless i can go out and work with the underserved community and speak the language that they speak and understand them because i was once them Mm -hmm. so so I think I epitomize what defying the odds means. Absolutely. And you don't have to look like what you've been through. And I like to show people that side too. I get dressed up. I take pride mm-hmm. in my appearance because the packaging is just as important as the message sometimes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And when people see so you, if that's what they're drawn to, then God let them use me in that way, right? If, mm-hmm. if me looking the way that I look is is something that allows people to approach me, well, then now I have your attention and I have mm-hmm. an audience to spread his word. So absolutely, I, I, do, I do my best to share my story so that other people can understand it doesn't matter what you look like. It doesn't matter what you've gone through. Mm-hmm. You really can make it out if you have enough of a work ethic, if you have enough faith in yourself. And that only comes through your relationship with God. So Absolutely. Um, I'm grateful to be here today. And I can't wait to get into some of the questions that you all have. Thank you guys again for having me. Awesome. Yes, awesome. Thank that. you so much. All right, Crystal, what did you have? I love that. And so I just want to first kind of tell people how we met. So it was very <laughs> unique how we met. Right. But I also feel feel like it was God-ordained because mm-hmm. I said how you were so helpful um, with dealing with the loss of my um, late spouse, um, Antoine Wilson. And I, and I remember I laughed and I told Shannon and I said, I said, she kind of, she kind of reminded me of like, like I was just on the phone talking to a girlfriend. (laughs) And I said, you were so relatable. And so, um, I really love that about you, but I first want to start off asking you being, being the coroner, um, and having to kind of be available, um, almost 24-7, what would you say would be the hardest part about your job or in the past? What was the hardest thing you would say that you have had to witness? Let me tell you, the hardest thing about my job is preventable deaths. Mm, right. Yeah, right. It, it's not the car accidents. Mm-hmm. It's not the, 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 it's not even the homicides. Mm-hmm. It's not even the child death. Right. It's any preventable death so when Mm -hmm. i have a traffic fatality and i know that the person behind the wheel was under the influence of drugs or alcohol that was a preventable death when i have a death and someone else who was under the influence caused that accident and now somebody's Mm -hmm. brother their mom their daughter can't go home that was a preventable when when we have people who struggle with the disease of addiction and they they can't get help, not because they don't want help, but because they've been turned away so many times, mm. those are deaths. So there there are some things that happen that that we see on a daily basis that just make you it makes your heart hurt because mm-hmm. you know that it could have been prevented. Right. So preventable are always the hardest deaths for me. 
Right. Wow. That's that's so true. And yeah. um and then I know also I wanted to also ask too what how what are some ways that you feel like um you are able to take care of yourself to be to be your best self as far as like self-care and ways that you can um help to take care of your mental health because mm-hmm. of some of the things that you witness and some of the things that you do see. Right. So I'm a girly, 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 girly girl. <laughs> so I, I love to get dressed up. It's, right. it's my day self-care. Like I take the yeah. time. Like people call me Barbie corner. And, you know, <laughs> like that baby doll or, you mm-hmm. know, model, like things like that. And, it used to offend me even before right. I became the corner. Like people say these things about me because I am oftentimes overdressed, mm-hmm. but it is my way of doing self self care. My job Absolutely. has all art. I, mm-hmm. I dealt with ER, hospice, people dying. Um, when right. you serve the underserved, you know, to see a child that has holes in their shoes and you know that there is mm-hmm. not much you can do about that right. because if you give them they may not even get to keep the new shoes you know so it's so true it's a very difficult thing to be in nursing um to be in healthcare for as long as I was and then to transition into the coroner role um I have to have self-care scheduled in so every single day no matter what is going on I have one hour to myself oh yeah I I love that yeah I take that as seriously as I take a, a doctor's appointment, a, an appointment for my children. I have a minimum of one hour scheduled every single day for myself. Uh, on days where I can delegate tasks uh, to my second in command, I do that Absolutely. so that I can nap, so that I can go mm-hmm. and run personal if I need to. Um, I love getting my nails done. Yes. <laughs> I would not compromise on that. So I like to go and get my nails done. I like massages. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes, like, the mo- the most common thing that I do, I will take multiple showers a day. Like, mm-hmm. it just feels like cleansing. Like, if I have a particularly hard family or, like, sometimes it doesn't matter how many times I explain to a mom, yeah. like, son died because he, you know, he had the disease of addiction and he mm-hmm. overdosed. And right. He Right. Um, we get cursed out a lot at our office. I can imagine. Yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No matter. People cuss us out often. Right. So you understand they're grieving, but mm. it still takes a toll on you for someone to, to you know, verbally abuse you. Yeah. And, and you're innocent. Know. Yeah. You're innocent in the situation. So yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> so we can be heavy. So I, um, I write a lot. I'll write out affirmations. Like mm-hmm. you you know, reward is in the work, you're doing yes, a good job. Like it seems so elementary, but sometimes we have to remind ourselves right. of the good doing. I have this little, um, it's like a little postcard mm-hmm. and it has a list of all of the things that I feel like I've accomplished to this point that have gotten me here. I love that. And yeah. someday you just have to take a look at that little right. postcard and say, okay, you do belong. Right. <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Right. 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 I love that. It can be hard. This is a tough, 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 tough job if yeah. you are not mentally strong. So yeah. I think my life of adversity, it's so weird because I tell people I've had a hard life mm-hmm. that led me to this moment. Right. And so I can 
do this very easily and, and I don't bring it home with me and I don't have trouble sleeping because mm-hmm. I know that those things aren't meant for me. That anger is not absolutely they're breathing, you know? Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, so and I even I love that. And me even too. in what you're saying, it's like it's it's giving me revelation on how you really have to be graced to be able to do something like that. You know yeah. what I mean? And so because it really take that takes a special type of endurance, a special type of patience, a special type of grace, a, a special yeah. type like that takes some some true like you really like you're saying you have to be a strong person to be able to deal with that on a day in and day out you know, basis. So um, it's just another example of how um, you're defying the odds, but also how God is being exemplified in your life as well. Um, But go ahead. Yeah. So true. Wow. Yes. I'm loving this. Okay. (laughs) All right. So my next question. Y'all are funny together. Thank you. People tell us that all the time too. Yeah. Like a yin yang thing. So yeah. Like y'all have this like amazing between the two of you and I get to see you on screen so it's even more amazing. yes oh thank, oh thank you, you. <laughs> thank you so okay. much um okay so my next question is what are some encouraging words that you could give to young black girls or women that um are trying to balance the nine to five and the entrepreneur mm. because I know you're also an entrepreneur too and I know for me, um, when I was in the military, that was kind of hard for me to juggle being a balance. being an entrepreneur and a mom and, um, you know, working on your job. And so what were some ways that you could say or some tips that you could give for young entrepreneurs or just someone that may want to become an entrepreneur and they're still on their nine to five mm-hmm. and they're trying to juggle those together? Well, the first thing is time management. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you want, I, I say this all the time. If you want it bad enough, you will make the time. For Absolutely. It. That's true. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the hardest lessons that I had to learn about myself in my entrepreneurial journey was that I was not organized. Mm. And because I was not organized, I could not, I couldn't hire the help that I needed because right. I wasn't organized. Right. I couldn't de- tasks because I was not organized Mm -hmm. and when we think about starting a business like we have this like amazing idea and we've got it all out on paper we've done the business plan right you know we've we've done the things we've got the logo we got the cute little business cards Mm -hmm. but we don't think about what the business looks like yeah like a structure yeah or the structure of it right the infrastructure becomes so important so if you are working your nine to five, that means because of being an entrepreneur, <coughs> when you first get started, it's a full time job. So you're essentially working Jeez. two full time jobs. That's absolutely. Being a, and that's a third full time job. <laughs> right. So I wake up very early. Mm-hmm. I'm a 3 4 a.m. riser. Mm-hmm. I'm in school. And so I can't. I can't juggle everything all right. the time because right. something is going to. Mm-hmm. When I talk about I wish someone would have told me this a long time ago. You have to schedule the days that you're going to work that part time job because the right. entrepreneurial journey, it is started at first. It should be a part time job True. because the government says it. $20,000 before you have to register that business. 
So if you right. can't make $20,000 in that business in a year, wow. then this may not be the thing for you hmm. right now. Wow. Keep it as a goal versus trying to, to get out there and now you're in debt and now you're doing things that you shouldn't be mm -hmm. doing. Um, right. Second piece of advice, so time management, what are you willing to give up so that yeah. you can say no those things and yes to the things that, that bring your heart jewelry, right? Mm -hmm. Let's say you make jewelry. Let's jewelry make it. When do you make the jewelry? Mm -hmm. When do you source for the jewelry? What time are you giving to what you are doing? Plus your pricing. I think That's as black true. women, there's a book called Thick. Um, mm -hmm. And it's a it's a really good book. It's like a collection of, of women's stories. Hmm. And the name of the, the title of the book is called Thick. And one of the, I think it's in the first like introductory part of the book, but the author thought the author talks about how black women are taught to get multiple jobs, but mm. they are not taught how that they're making Yikes. in that nine. Wow. And so oftentimes in our community, because I had, I learned this lesson the very hard way. Mm -hmm. I had three jobs and wow. I'm working 18, 20 hour right. days. Right. But I was, in financial distress yeah well what i i stopped working those two mm -hmm. i focused on the one mm -hmm. and when i started when i looked at my paycheck differently i actually made more money than i thought i did mm. but i had to say you know well did it mean doing my own nails for a while yes it right. did did it mean doing my own hair yes it did it mean that i couldn't go for a massage every month but maybe i could reward right. myself every quarter and go for a massage mm -hmm. so look at the of money and the way we look out of our time really should be in alignment and when it's Absolutely. not in alignment you find yourself working a ten dollar an hour job mm. and you want to start business but you can't manage the money that you're making in the nine to five what makes right. you think that you can handle a budget for Absolutely. You can. Yeah. It's true. Wow. So teach yourself how to manage money. Um, I'm going to give you this piece of advice and, and I'll, I'll let you guys ask the next question. So my car was broken into a bunch of times. Like oh, wow. I really think somebody, oh. I don't know, mm -hmm. but they wouldn't have to steal had I not left stuff in my car. Right. And so what, you know, but they, no one should be robbing you. Like no one should be taking stuff from your car. And it this the last time someone broke into it was actually this year, and it really it it, it just hit me in a different way. Mm -hmm. And I came in the house after realizing that someone had stolen. I accidentally left my book bag in my car, and it had my laptop for school. Mm -hmm. It had all my books in it. it oh my goodness! In it, right? Wow. And instead of me being upset, I started praying, and the word of abundance came to me mm, my god and listen listen y'all abundance in that god will keep giving you the same lesson yeah until you have listened right and what it that moment was god can't prepare you for greater because you're not being a good steward steward, oh, steward. of the resources that he you Come left on. your yeah. book bag with all of your stuff in your car that's right. not being a good steward Right. So whether it's broken to the car or not, mm -hmm. you are poor in how you are handling your resources. Right. So God can't get 
greater. He can't bless me mm. abundantly because I'm mm. not being a good steward. That's a word right there. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's a word. <laughs> so I'm not mad at the mm -hmm. thief. I'm mad right. at me. Right. Mm -hmm. And I, I, God, you know what? I got it. And so what it taught me because I am moving a lot because I am doing so much. Sometimes I'm absent minded. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And no matter how I, I see, I was not taking the time at the end of my night. I would just y'all. I would come home. I would shower and I would get into bed. And I'm because you're exhausted. Yeah. 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 And that makes you organized it makes you absent-minded it makes right. you forgetful it makes you lose things yes i'm looking for my phone and right right so i promised myself and i promised god i said god i am ready and i'm going to show you that i'm ready y'all i promise you every single night before i go to bed i take a moment take a deep breath i make sure my car doors are locked i make sure i've not left anything yeah. in my car and i double check it Mm -hmm. Right. Absolutely. Because God needs me to pay attention to detail in this next season. I can't be yes. greater if I'm sure of my time and resources. So I know it's a long winded answer, but no, that was no, right. that was good. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Right. Yeah. And you're a poor steward of your resources. You will never get to greater. Wow. Quick question. I see some people asking in the comments about the book. Thick. Who is the author of that book? Do you know? Oh, Tell me that book. Right Tracy McMillan. Yeah, I, I was, I'm gonna show it to you. Okay, yeah, um, that would be great. It's Tracy. Okay, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna type it in the comments for everybody asking. Okay, okay. thank you. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Awesome. This book, y'all, it's a collection um, of essays. I love that. And. I, th I think it will bless you. It's kind of, it's it's written by an academic. So it is very wordy. Mm -hmm. um, but if you if you break it down into bite-sized pieces, you can get the lessons in it. Right. Okay. But it, but it is a book that is written um, for people who are, who are thinkers. Mm -hmm. And so it's it wordy. It's, it's, I mean, it's written by a scholar. An academic right. Scholar, yeah. So I mean, it's written on that level, so please prepare your mind. But <laughs> it is worth reading, especially as a black woman yeah. in predominant white spaces, mm -hmm. um, and some of the trials that, that we go through, some of the ostracism that we face, yeah. some of the like my things that we face. Mm -hmm. I think it's those things, and it can help you learn to navigate through some of those troubled waters. I love that. Right. Wow. Well, thank, thank you, you so much for sharing that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that. That was amazing, amazing gems that you're dropping. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I got one more question and then I'm going to turn it over to Shannon. And so um, what are some of the things, if you care to share, that you are working on um, in your entrepreneurial journey at this time? I'm working on growing uh, planting seeds, mm -hmm. planting seeds and growing, um, and nurturing that harvest. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sometimes we get rushed. We think that we're supposed to see the fruits of our labor after just a few months, mm -hmm. but right. like, plant something, it has to take root. Absolutely. And in order for 
root, it has to be nurtured. So just the same way that like a doctor doesn't start off doing surgery, they still have to go through four years of medical school. Absolutely. They have to go through, uh, which could be another four to eight years of residency. So right. you have to have to plant your seeds and they have to take root so that they can be strong. And, mm. and you may have things. Right. I read this up. Uh, this example, uh, these scientists created these this kind of like biosphere thing. This you guys should look this up. I can't think of the name of the experiment, but they grew trees inside, mm. and the trees fall, but then they would fall. Right. And what they realized wow. that different from the lab grown trees versus trees in nature was the wind actually allowed the tree to be stronger. It mm. needed to go through. Wow. Right. Root, and so that it could have the strength that it needed to weather the storm. My God. And so, mm -hmm. wait, your seeds go through the process. Know when you need to, to back down, but know mm -hmm. when you need to. Um, because you might have to take some of that wind and some of that storm in order for your dream to come alive. So um, I think one of the, the best lessons I have learned in my entrepreneurial journey is that the storms are just as important as the as the sunshine absolutely yes. and as sunshine is warm but it can also burn you so yeah understand that with every season that there's the potential for for a storm mm -hmm. right you get summer winter storm so be prepared for that and if you're prepared then you can weather it a lot better Amen. Amen. That's I think I'm going to start calling you Pastor Rutherford. <laughs> I love that. Yes, I love that. <laughs> okay, so um, I just had one question, um, and then we can uh, maybe see if anybody has anything they want to ask in the comments or anything like that. But I just wanted to ask, so I know that you um, are a mom to two black boys, and you know, you talked about pre preventable deaths and things like that. And um, it just makes me think about even with the passing of my brother-in-law, Crystal's husband, mm -hmm. there were times, you know, where he would talk about the things he was experiencing, but he wouldn't go. You know, a lot of our black men, they don't like to go to the doctor, wow. you know, and. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, I have my own theory about the, about. Us in there too now, because none of us go. Well, well, yeah, that well, mm. yeah, that's true, and you would know that is true. Yeah. You, <laughs> yeah. right. Right. you would right. know that's true, that's true. But I wanted to ask, um, just as a mom, you know, two two black boys, and just as a parent, what are some things or ways that you know you like help your boys understand to prioritize their health? And then also, um, I guess we should say on both sides, because the question was more male based, but also too, what can we do to help each other? What can black women do to help black men? What can black men do to help black women learn to, to, to help each other to prioritize our health? You know, because a lot of the times too, and me and Crystal have realized even, you know, in our journey towards, um, like natural, uh, natural remedies and medicine and stuff like that. You know, a lot of people just don't know about things. So a lot of time they'll just reject the information. Right. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. what are, that was my question. What are some things that you are doing maybe with your, with your children to help them learn to prioritize their health? Well, one, believe yourself. Right. We often 
will chalk up. Oh, I'm I'm tired all the time. You're fighting yeah. me, baby, low honey. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. Not, I'm talking about I'm talking about the vitamin. Okay? <laughs> For those of y'all with y'all minds and other places, um, <laughs> the kind from the sun, the kind from the sun. <laughs> you might be low zinc. You might need iron. Right. You right. Might be chronically, you right. may have, um, you may have thyroid issues. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's true. But we will not go get checked. No. We will be prepared mm-hmm. and never go get it. Yeah. And literally, yep. there may be things that you can do to help yourself. Like absolutely. Talk about, they talk about diabetes a lot, right? Mm-hmm. But there's also something that you can get where your body can overproduce insulin to mm-hmm. the point where you like you need to eat all the time mm. the diabetic when you have diabetes you're drinking water all the time trying to dilute the sugar that's in your body because your body has become resistant to the insulin right. that it makes or mm. it produces enough insulin to handle the spikes in sugar that's when you typically have children who children who are diagnosed with diabetes their body just doesn't make the insulin right right but as we get older um and they've kind of stepped away from type 1 and type 2 diabetes but you can become resistant to the insulin that your body makes wow. because maybe you've gained a lot of weight mm-hmm. for your body, right? Because mm-hmm. everybody's different. Um, but you may have just gained too much that's overloading your body and Absolutely. you may need to make adjustments, right? Right. So I, health is not a one-size-fits-all. It's definitely not. These yeah. are not going to work for every single person. Mm-hmm. Uh, I understand that there's a huge distrust um, of the medical system it for is. black it I is understand. yeah yeah but what i tell this go get checked it mm-hmm. doesn't mean you have to do everything that they're telling you to do right but you can ask them about the natural remedies mm-hmm. there is a they've gone to medical school but you'll go down to the african uh hair so- hair store <laughs> slash soap store slash body oil the honey store yeah somebody from behind the counter mm-hmm. who who grew up in the same neighborhood that you did and ain't never been nowhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. And then um, <laughs> telling you this is what you should do. Um, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but won't go to the doctor. <laughs> you. So I, I get, oh my I get gosh. every angle. People, but Big Mama didn't go to medical school and she didn't <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to give y'all a funny story. One Listen. of my friends was having severe cramps one night, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, severe. And called and woke me up, and I was I was like, girl, if you don't go in that kitchen and drink some pickle juice. <laughs> and she was like, pickle juice? You're a nurse practitioner? You're telling me to drink pickle juice? Yeah. Listen, two weeks later, she sends me an article from the University of Michigan talking mm-hmm. about pickle juice. Mm-hmm. How did you use the yeah, wow. it's, it's you need electrolytes. That's why your muscles are spasming. Absolutely. Listen, then let me find out. You know what you're talking about, and I mm-hmm. said, Big Mama may not on why. Okay, she but she know. knew that it was gonna work. Okay, yeah, right. But Mama also did some stuff that was a little shaky. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> on baby's gums, you know, she didn't know that that killed the baby. Right. Okay? <laughs> Baby could actually be, you know, intoxicated. So Lord. we have to take some of the things that Big Mama right. taught us. Right. We have to modern 
science now y'all yeah that's true um, but we have to get the information for ourselves that's right yeah like get the information for yourself <laughs> yeah <laughs> that is so, so funny right right like, if we we have to believe ourselves mm-hmm. and we have to believe our our moms and our dads and our brothers and our mm-hmm. children mm-hmm. you know if my boys come tell me something well baby let's go get it checked out right let's, let's just they say it's nothing it's nothing absolutely uh, one time mm-hmm. my son but when he was like, he may have been about nine, ten years old. And he said, Mama, I don't feel good. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, baby, what's wrong? He said, I, I don't know. I just don't feel right. Mm-hmm. My baby had uh, flu and pneumonia and strep at oh, the same time. No. He went to bed. Wow. He was saying his throat was a little itchy. But he get, he drank some cold water and he was mm-hmm. fine, right? Mm-hmm. But the next day. Um, when I woke him up, he told me he didn't feel good. Mm-hmm. And so we went to checked out. He mm-hmm. ended up, by the time our house to get to the doctor's office, his fever was 104. Oh, he no. was sick. Wow. So no. sick that we had to take him to the hospital. Oh, wow. So we have to believe our children. Yeah. We have to believe ourselves. We have yeah. to believe our family members. Mm-hmm. And we have to have a spirit of discernment. If That's you true. know that Absolutely. you're this tired and exhausted, 20 days in a row out of yeah. 30. Something's wrong. Yeah. Something. yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Awesome. Wow. Yes. That was all excellent information. Well, I think yes, that was, was all I had. This was amazing. This um, was. I guess we can maybe see, does anybody in the comments have any questions they want to ask or um, ask Coroner Rutherford or um, just anything like that before we sign off? Let's see. Come on, chat, man. Right. I, know. <laughs> right. I was about to say, right. I know somebody has at least one or two questions. Right. <laughs> yes, this, this is, is amazing. This is amazing. Mm-hmm. Got me. <laughs> right. That's why I'm like, yes, take advantage of your opportunities, right. people. Take advantage of your opportunities. Okay. Look. People pay me a lot of money to do this. Right. <laughs> no, seriously. Look, that's yeah. another, another, um, Another word, don't miss your windows, okay? Right. Don't miss your windows, okay? Um, so Siobhan said no questions, but the info shared was great. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. All right. Well, I said well, since, since I don't have any questions. Let me just say this. Let me let me leave our people with this. Okay. If I, there are moments in our life where we will doubt ourselves. Mm-hmm. We will say it's I'm, you know, I got to wait until this. I got to, I got to, I got to make sure I got all these other things in place. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it doesn't have to be perfect. Mm-hmm. If you really want in your life, whether it be a relationship, whether it be a job, whether it be starting a business, writing a book, you just have to start. Just start. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Start. Start looking at the people in your life mm-hmm. and say, people in my life do to help me achieve my dreams yeah. every single day. When I hear people say, well, nobody, nobody helps me. Nobody does this. Mm. Nobody does that. Accept help. Right. Do you tell people that need help? A hmm. closed mouth doesn't get. Come on now. Come I on, pastor. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Right. I had to realized that a lot of the things that weren't happening in my life was because I was afraid to open my mouth. One, mm-hmm. because of severe disappointment. Mm-hmm. I was so disappointed.
disappointed that people had let me down before. Right. I all get all to myself. I think when we mm-hmm. come up with an idea and our NDAs are real, so make people sign them, okay? Mm-hmm. But you don't know what you don't know. That's so true. If if I've got an idea for a book, but I've never written a book, I should probably speak well, to an author. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. If I, right. If I've never, <laughs> right. Absolutely. If, if I've never gone to school as an adult, if, and you know, mm-hmm. we all went to high school, right? But if I'm starting college mm-hmm. and I'm two years old, yeah, maybe speak to a college student. Absolutely. How That's do you true. study? Where Mm-hmm. How can I connect other members who are my age? There's a group mm-hmm. on Facebook for everything, baby. So exactly, yes, your... that's so true. True, and I... YouTube University. Yeah, Listen, you can learn a lot. Of... <laughs> you can learn a lot of stuff on YouTube, you... right? You really mm-hmm. can. Mm-hmm. But I just want to know that there are people in your life who are hindering you. Come on, who are wow. roadblocks mm-hmm. because. You allow them to be in your life without reciprocity. My God. My circle does something for me because I do something for them. So I'm the medical friend. I'm the makeup friend. I'm the hair friend. I'll come take care of you. I can build stuff. I can Mm -hmm. pay. I'm an acts of service person, so I can show up for you in that way. I'll come organize your closet, clean your kitchen, Mm -hmm. organize the cupboard. Yeah. My friends and I share that commonality. Yeah. So where I'm, they're stronger in something that I am. And I mutually beneficial relationships. Yeah. 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 Relationship. Mm-hmm. So if I have a law question, I have a friend who's an attorney. Right. If I have, if I bounce a health idea off of someone, I'm going to call my friend who's a doctor. Right. If I have a question about plumbing, I'm going to call my friend Ron, or I'm going to call my friend JP right. and say, hey, I've got this plumbing issue. Mm-hmm. So Help cool. me troubleshoot this. Absolutely. So if you in your life who don't contribute, mm-hmm. if you have, oh, you going back to your little school again, that's not your person. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. If you have that belittle your dreams right. and that take you constantly, but they never give, you're mm-hmm. always the one watching the kids, but they never watch your kids for you so that you Come can on. study or so that you can Amen. Have. Hmm. They're all asking you to take them someplace, but they don't ever have a car. Yeah. They don't help you do. Baby, let them go. Right. Amen. Right. Those are my part. Those are my parting words. Well, thank you, Pastor. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. That was really good. Let me see. I saw some people. Um. I think some of the questions, Gant, Deep and Grace, some of the questions were already answered. So, of course, everyone who's on the live can also go back and watch the replay over and over and over again. Thank you. Help us get right. our... <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So, um, let's see. Um, oh, I can look on I here. I saw one of the questions, which was a good question. Um, okay. What... Was a transition from you for homelessness to becoming a doctor? What was the motivation mm. for that? Okay, so I'm not a doctor. I'm a nurse practitioner. Okay, um, so nurse practitioner. Right. All the people call me all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
I was homeless when I graduated from high school. Two days after I graduated from high school, I became homeless. I didn't have a place to live because mm -hmm. I aged out of the foster care system. Right. I mm -hmm. rode with a friend of mine and her mom here to South Carolina from Florida. And her mother talked to the coach at Benedict College about me who ended up allowing me to audition for the track and cross country team. Oh, and wow. I ended up full scholarship to go to college. Oh, wow. So I'm, wow. I was going to be when I grew up. I had no idea what a major was. I, I mean, mm. I didn't think people like me have family resources, money. I didn't think people like me could go to college. Mm -hmm. And I got that opportunity because I was a good runner, but more importantly, because I was a good student. Mm -hmm. And I took advantage of the opportunity that I had um, when it was given to me. So the transition, um, if, if, I, if I really have to put it into the most simplest terms possible, I would say I never wanted to be broke and hungry. Amen. And that's, that's right. motivation. Yeah, yeah that'll motivate you. Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Be somebody's girlfriend and have to and have to be dependent on a man for money. Come on. I didn't want to have to lay up just to mm -hmm. get what I needed. I right. The work. Amen. And because of I, I can look myself in the mirror every day and say, I did it this way. Right. Now, Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I, it ain't, I, if, if, if you have to prostitute yourself to make your dreams come true, mm. baby, that currency has been around a long time and no one mm. is telling you that that's not what you should be doing. What I'm telling yeah. you is I did beholden to that lifestyle mm -hmm. for me. Amen. But let me tell you, there are some women out there who've had to do what they've had to do. True and I applaud them. Because you don't know what you may have to do in a circumstance right. that you've never experienced. Right. So, so mm -hmm. I know. But get it how you live. Mm -hmm. Seriously. Mm -hmm. Deal with the consequences of how Absolutely. you live. And, and that's what you got to deal with internally. Baby, I, yeah. I got Jesus therapist okay okay amen yeah and that makes me think about the scripture where it says the blessing of the lord will make you rich and he adds no yes. sorrow to it and so yeah. i know like even with us with our business uh with the with the entrepreneurial push that's one thing one thing we try to pride ourselves on is not doing shady business i don't want to be in yeah. communication with people who mm -hmm. do shady business i don't want people to think we do i don't want to be associated with any type Absolutely. of shady business right. dealings because i don't want that to ruin my reputation my right. good name or any of those things. And so that is important. That is important yeah. is to make sure that you are operating with moral integrity in everything that you do, not just so in your true. business, in your regular life. So that even because that makes me think about even as a friend, because yeah. if, if people don't trust you, that, that you're not going to be a good friend. If, if, if people people don't think they can come to you for advice and they can't even trust that you're going to give them good, morally sound, solid advice. You know that's what so I mean? True. So, yeah, yeah, that's that's um definitely a good point. We don't sit in judgment of anybody. I mean, right. I, 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 all the time, we are all one decision away from doing something that we didn't right. think would ever happen. So don't sit in judgment of anybody. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Support friends. And they may be in that situation because they feel like they can't come and ask for help. So make yourself available. Yeah. Like, don't be the the same person who's naysaying them. Try to help them. Right. Absolutely. Them, Absolutely. how you service. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes, God. Absolutely. All right. Well, I think that 
that's it. Yes, I think that's it. So again, thank you so much, yeah, Connor Rutherford. So this was amazing. There were so many gems so that good. were dropped. Mm -hmm. And thank you again for taking the time out to um, interview with us. Absolutely. We really enjoyed it. For but, having patience with my technical difficulties. Right. That's okay. All right, you guys. Well, we will be back next week with another episode. And you all have a great evening. All right. Thank you, guys. Right. See, See you later. later. Bye.